Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to Mother and Daughter Podcast. <laughs> we are glad to be back again. Yes. So, as you know, this is the month of mental awareness, and we want to make you aware of depression. So, mm. let's get to it. So, we're talking about stage three. Last week, we talked about stage one and two. We put those two together. Um, in a whole segment, so that was actually longer than the usual. Um, if you was wondering, that's why it was longer. But this week now, we're talking about stage three of depression. And we're just talking about the signs and symptoms of depression to kind of help identify whether you're dealing with it or if somebody that you know is dealing with it. Yes. So it's always good to know the signs and symptoms because a lot of times we don't know and don't even realize that we're dealing with it or somebody that we know is dealing with it. So it's yeah. good to know. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> let's get to <laughs> it. Stage three is a lack of interest. We kind of talked about that um, last week about the lack of interest doing of things that you once loved. But this week, I mean, um, but this stage three is like a deeper um, lack of interest. So it's like a thing of you really it's like at, you're at a point of you really you dread going anywhere like you you just dread it you don't mm-hmm. really want to it's like if you can make an excuse you, you'll make an excuse to keep from going around people mm-hmm. um to keep from going to certain events or you know certain whether it's holidays or birthdays or it's stuff that you used to like doing with your friends or whatever it's like you'll begin to start making excuses and you'll begin to stay you know to yourself um, even if it's activities right in the home that you're used to doing, that you used to really enjoy, and now it's like you don't care to do it, so you kind of just pull back or you just stay to yourself or you just kind of stay in your room and mm-hmm. don't go around, that's where it's like that stage three where you really don't, you know, mm-hmm. you really mm-hmm. don't have interest in, in anything, in, in any type of, you know, activities or anything. Right. Um, and I feel like that's a... Um, I don't know. That's an area where. Sorry, y'all. I feel like that's an area where you really can get to. And like I said, I think that's the area that you get to and you think that maybe it's just a thing of you just don't feel like it or I don't know. I feel like sometimes you just you just don't you don't think it's depression, I guess. You don't. That's the you thing. don't. You <laughs> just think that. Uh, I just don't want to be bothered with nobody, but it ain't just it's not just. I don't want to yeah. be bothered with nobody. I don't want to do anything. Especially, Especially when it's stuff you love. It's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that 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 is gone. And you really yeah. in a place where you don't want to go out the house. You don't yeah. want to talk to nobody. You don't want to see nobody. It's just that is truly depression. That's it a is. deep depression. It is. Right that's there. You, yeah. Like she said, that's when you're really going deeper into it. It's just like. And that's when the enemy really can talk to you yeah you know yeah and people. tell you to do things and you yeah. know and that is so true because you're so deep in you you to the point where you don't hardly eat yeah you 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 just lay in the bed don't want and then i'm there are some that you have some people with depression now that eat 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 eat, eat. Yeah. it makes you just stay in a spot and you just eat and you just eat and you just just eat yeah. or like i said vice versa you have some that won't and some that will yeah. but it is part of depression. depression it is 
because um, you had some people that <laughs> try to equate eating with, oh, you, you done picked up weight, you happy. <laughs> that is not yeah, always the case. Sure, sure not. You can pick up weight because, like she said, you're just eating your feelings away. You're eating your emotions away. You're yeah. trying to eat that thing away that's really bothering you, that's aching you. Yeah. So you just eat because you're so down. You eat because you're so frustrated, because yeah. you're so sad. So you begin to just eat, 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 like mm -hmm. she said, and then you begin to pick up weight, and then people are, oh, you must be happy when really you're not. You're not, you're not happy. happy. Yeah. Or you have people that don't even eat because they're like, oh, I don't even feel like eating nothing. Yeah. I'm not even in the mood. And they're small and skinny. And a lot of times people look at that as, oh, you skinny. That's a good thing. Yeah. Oh, you ain't picking up weight. That can oh. be an indicator as well when you have mm -hmm. people that's really small and slim and fragile. And that not saying that, you know, that that's <laughs> just a straight indicator because you have some people that's just small, you know. Right. Um. But sometimes that can be an indicator. Mm -hmm. And some occasions it really can be an indicator where you have people that really are slim and tiny and, you know, bony. Or, and like I said, a lot of times two people portray like they're happy when really is so much going on mm -hmm. that we really do not realize. Yeah. We don't realize. Yeah. And like you said, they, it, it's like you become, I feel like at this stage, it's like you become to a point where it's like, I don't know, you just kind of, it's like everything you just kind of dread. It's just like a thing mm -hmm. of, like she said, it's like, I don't know, I can't explain. Like you said, you eat away your feelings or you try to eat away your feelings. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, it's like, it's, it's like a dread to really just do things. It's a dread to really just, even if you have to go to work, it's like, ah, you dread going to work. Yeah. Um. You may even dread having your own birthday because I feel like I had got to that point where it was like I dreaded having my own birthday. Um, I had, I've talked about that like briefly, not a whole lot about why I dreaded my birthday or, you know, um, what I did or, you know. Yeah. But it was moments where, like I said, it was like people around me because of rejection. It got to me. I allowed it to get to me. I allow the enemy to come in. And that's where, like she said, that's where the enemy really come in. When you get to, like, I say stage two and three, it's like that's when the enemy just come in and he just he just <laughs> come. And he's sneaky with it. He's so mm -hmm. sneaky when he come mm -hmm. in because he comes in like a subtle form. And then over time, it's like you just accept the yeah. things that's given to you by the enemy. And yeah. that's what happened over time. I accepted people rejecting me and I just kept taking it like, ah. Oh, Nobody like me. I'm not good enough or I'm this and that. I'm that. Mm -hmm. And I, I shouldn't even been born. I'm not worthy of this or I'm mm -hmm. this and that. And it was like I was accepting how people was treating me, how things was happening. Mm -hmm. In spite of it was like and I still and that's the thing, like I said before, I would be loving towards different ones. I would try to help in different ways. It's just different things that I would do. And it was like I didn't receive it back. And I would still be and I would be hurting. It would be like. I would be so hurt and so frustrated. Like I said, when my birthdays came around, it would be like certain ones that it was like they barely did anything for me. Like when I say barely, it was just like, oh, well, here's this. Like, you know, <laughs> it was like people that were like really didn't even want to be bothered or, or try to like downplay it. Like my day wasn't special. Mm -hmm. um, it, it was it was a lot that <laughs> happened to where it really just kind of made me feel like I wasn't important. So when my birthday came each year, it was just like, here we go again. I'm about to see this happen. I'm about to deal with this. I'm about to see that. I'm about to, 
you know, and it was like, I felt like I had to deal with the different people that was around me at the time. I had to deal with how they treated me. I had to, when really I didn't have to, mm -hmm. but that's what the enemy put in my head that I had to deal with it. Right. I had to, you know, yeah. I didn't have to. And the enemy you also know? puts in your head too. You get to when you're in that deep stage too, he'll start telling you stop talking to people. Yeah. Don't talk to nobody. Don't yeah. tell nobody this. Yeah. Don't tell nobody. And you'll get to the point where you'll stop where people, you know, when people do try to talk to you or try to help you, you won't say anything. Yeah. You you won't, you know, your response is very little, you know. Um, like, you know, people ask you, how you doing? And you, um, I'm okay. I'm all, yeah, I'm, I'm good. But you know, deep down inside, you're not good and you need to tell somebody. And one thing, sometimes you do that too because you're so ashamed and you feel like you're the only one with that type of issue yeah. or with that problem yeah. or with that situation. And you got to realize you're not the only one that had some of the, whatever it is, like, you know, we named some of the stuff, yeah. a death, a loved one, or or a friend, or a family member, or or schooling, or or business, or job, or whatever it may be. Even things with yourself, you might be unhappy with your just things just in your life. It, it's 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 abroad. It's not just you, and so you can't just take that and just think, oh, it's me. Nobody understand. Nobody knows. Nobody. If somebody thinks somebody will laugh at me, don't even look at. That don't even look at those because that's what the enemy really do feed in your mind. Yeah. You know, they're going to gonna say you quiet. crazy. You need to go to a crazy house. Yeah. Honey, I went through all of that. Yeah. I honestly, I went through all of that. Even a doctor told me, I, you know, my story is when I was young and I was really, like I said, I didn't really know I was depressed. But I was, and I was young, and I was going to the hospital every single night, even during the day. I was going to the hospital, and one doctor told me, you come back, we're going to put you in a mental home. <laughs> we're going to put you in a mental home because there's yeah. nothing wrong with you. But it really was, and the doctor really wasn't paying no attention. He yeah. said it, but he really didn't realize I was going through something. A depression or something, yeah. you know. And but when he said it, I, he said it in a way like, "I'm just gonna throw you in," it, you know. Yeah. And it rather like than harsh. yeah, rather than saying, "Hey, you know, she needs some mental help. Some things yeah. is going on with her. Y'all need to go." You referring know, to like or a, psychiatrist a psychiatrist or, or counselor yeah. or something yeah. like that. But you're not in this alone. Yeah, you aren't. And like she said, that's what the enemy try to make you feel like, like you alone and you don't have nobody or nobody understand. There's somebody out there, even if it ain't somebody in your circle. Yeah. It's somebody that's out there that God have that can be that blessing to help get you out. Yeah. You just have to really find it. Just say, Lord, send that person or send me to whoever, you yeah. know, you just have to find it and really get to that point of saying, you know what? I, I want to be free. Yeah. Like she said, accept. And that's the thing. That's why we were telling the symptoms, because you have to first be able to accept yeah. 
Yeah. What's going on with you? Have, you have to be able to accept that yeah. and say, you know what? I think this is a, a mental, you know, illness that's yeah. going on. Or I think yeah. it's depression. Even if you, okay, if you don't think it's depression, it's some type of mental illness that's it's going on. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with expressing and saying there's a mental illness. Yeah. And just saying, I need help. Yeah. And that's the thing. Us as people, like, we're so afraid to admit that we have, like, mental illnesses or right. mental issues. <laughs> It doesn't make you like you mental, you just crazy. No, right. <laughs> that's where people try to put you in that box to make you feel bad. That's what the enemy do to try to keep you in that that box. Yeah. Where we have to be able to admit and say, you know what? I do have mental issues. I do have a mental illness going on yeah. and I need help because you once you get that help, you admit the truth and get that help. You can be free from it. You can. You can be free from it. You can. And that's the thing. We want you free. <laughs> we want you to be free. And that's where it's like, I feel like, like I said, the enemy really do come in to make you feel like, nope, I, I can't get out of this. I can't mm -hmm. tell nobody. I can't. Yes, you can. You can tell people and you have to find yeah. the right ones to tell. Right. Don't just tell anybody. Yeah. Don't just open up to anybody because I had to learn that for myself. I had to really realize I couldn't just open up to anybody, anybody. because there was ones that I would open up to and they would flip what I say and make lies about things I said. And it would send me even further into yeah. depression. It yeah. sent me further in. So I had to realize over time, you know what? I got to redirect and, and get the right people. Mm -hmm. And that's what I talked about in the last video where I got in a prayer group with my mom and aunt and you know some other women that we was on the prayer line with and we just prayed and we yeah. just went after god and they prayed for me and pushed me through and i got that strength that i need so i could be able to pray myself through so i could be able to come to god yeah. and talk to him and like i said and i went through the journey of freedom but yeah. it oh sorry go ahead. Go <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh -uh, no go ahead no i was just gonna say it just I think it was just the thing of I knew it was some it was a lot going on. It, I I knew it was a lot going on with me. I knew mm. mentally I couldn't handle a lot of things and it was like God, I need you. Yeah. And at so, the time, like I said once before, I didn't know that so much was going on with her, but I remember on the prayer line one of the prayer warriors has said that you were going through something in, in which your mind and she kind of it went into details <laughs> and she said, "But God said you're going to have laughter." You're going to have laughter. Oh, you're going to laugh and rejoice. Oh, because he's going to bring you out. Yep. And and when he, that, she said it, yeah. my thoughts was, well, ain't nothing wrong with her now. She laughed. You know, I'm thinking to myself and self because <laughs> I'm, I didn't know. But I'm thinking, well, me and her laugh all the time. She laughed. She laughed. But really deep down inside, if I really look and think back, there was times that she would, I could see. That there was, but it I didn't done on me. But there yeah. was times that I could see the sadness, the like yeah. dread. Yeah, because when she said it, I knew it was like I broke down. Because she was like, "You, you, you one did. that you used to laugh." She was she like, did. "You was like you was like a sunshine, like a ray." She sure and that's did. what people used to call me growing up. People would always call me. I remember one girl; she would call me sunshine. I don't know if you remember. <laughs> She used to call me Sunshine all the time. It, and it was different ones. It was one that called me CC Bloom. <laughs> it was different ones that had different names for me because I was one that always smiled. And so when I started going through depression, it was like, 
I had lost it. And I knew I had lost it because it was like, like she said, it would be like times where we'd be out doing stuff. We'd go out to eat with different ones or with the church family and stuff. And it was like people would laugh and joke. And it was like I couldn't laugh no more. Yeah. I couldn't because it was like I didn't feel it. I, I, it wasn't in me no more because I was so down. I was so hurt mm-hmm. till I couldn't even interact with people like that no more. Yeah. I couldn't smile like I really like I wanted to, like I really always loved to. Because mm-hmm. anybody that know me know I love to smile and I'm just a smiling person. <laughs> like yeah. I just love smiling. I love laughter. laughter yes. Yeah. I laugh at just at sometimes the craziest things, but I love to laugh. I yeah. love to just have a good time. And when she said that, it was like I knew. I knew. Yeah. Because I, I, it, it, I'm telling you, depression really take you. It take you to a point where you're not who you was before. Yeah. And so when you see that, it, and that's a sign. Yeah. Like she was saying, her laughter, your laughter. Yeah. And when you're not laughing no more, and you sitting in a place where you just said, check it out and see what's going on. Yeah. Amen. What is that thing? And I look at really when we talk about lack of interest. That was something I loved to do. I loved laughing. Mm-hmm. I loved smiling. And I lost it. Yeah. I didn't she care did. to do it no more. She what is did. something that's in you that you just know, but you losing it? You, you feel like you can't even get a grip of it no more. Yeah. You can't even, you feel like you're losing yourself. I feel like that's what really is stage three. It's like you really, you losing yourself. You done lost pretty much, lost yourself. Yeah, yeah. Lost pretty you. much, yeah. You pretty much done lost yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she said, you done lost yourself. Yeah. And it's, it's a hurting thing because it's like, am I ever going to get out of this? Am I ever going to be free? Yeah. And that's what I had wondered for the longest. It was like, I just, honestly, it was like a cry that it was like, God, I have to get out. Mm-hmm. I have to get out. I'm ready to be out. I'm sick of this. I don't want to deal with this no more. And it was like a deep cry that it was like, God, I need you. I need you. And we would, like she said, when we would come to church on Sunday mornings, it was like a cry that would just come out that I can't explain. It would just come (laughs) out and it would just be, God, I need you. God, I need you. God, I need you. And he did finally come through. He did. He finally came through. And I broke Free. And it's like, I thank God. I really, I thank God. And, uh, you know, and for the ones that if you don't pray, begin to pray. Yeah. That's in the cry, because that's what she said. We, we really did. She did it. I did it. We was on prayer lines with prayer warriors. Yeah. We, when you go, when we went to church, when we was, even at, there was times I would be at home by myself. And I would just get on my knees and just, yep. I didn't know break what down. to say. Because there's times you don't even know what to say when you end this. Just break down. <laughs> you just break down and just boo-hoo and cry. But God know that every cry, yeah. that every cry that you shed, that tear, yeah. he knows those tears. And I'm telling you, he will minister to you. He will minister to you and he will bring he will. you out. I would be in church. I could be at at, at praise and worship uh, rehearsal. I could be at the dance rehearsal and after it was over or when it was done, we'd be, ah, God. But he did it. And so he can do the same for you if you let him, you know, if he got to send somebody, because we're not just saying, because some people you might not just be able to get on your knees and, 
it happen for you. You might really need some a counselor or yeah. somebody to talk to, yeah. to share to share your story, story or yeah. your emotions or, or yeah. feelings to somebody. Because sometimes a psychiatrist too can help retrace where it stemmed from yeah. different things like that and retrace back to your childhood of where it could have came from yeah where for us god just began to reveal to us and show us spiritually you yeah. know but a psychiatrist may be able to you know pinpoint and really help yeah. guide and direct and say hey it could have came or stemmed from this and mm -hmm. you know they 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 work in that field and they're yeah. trained in that so they know where to kind of help okay. pinpoint but, yeah starters from where it could have triggered and came from yeah um and it can give you ways to you know break free from break it, free from it. <laughs> so i feel like like she said it's really whatever way god leads you whether it's a psychiatrist like she said now always prayer is always number one yeah <laughs> prayer is always number one but even if he leads you to pray and go to a psychiatrist that's still good that's still good that's your journey that's what he have you doing each person's yeah. journey when it's going through depression or even just life period your journey is different yeah and, and oh no you no <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say and don't feel bad by um, thinking a counselor. I don't need no counselor. I don't need no psychiatrist. God put people on this earth for the for yeah. the reason for that reason. There's yeah. Christian counselors. There's Christian psychiatrists. Yeah. You know, there is Christian people that's out there that's in those different fields that still can help you and that is and, true. and 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 help direct you, like yeah. she said can take you back to your past and help heal the wounds, you know? Because yeah. that's what it is, it's wounds. It really is wounds. It is. That then just tore you scarred down you. and startled you and, you know. It scarred you up. Yeah, it scarred you up, bruised you. You need a band-aid. <laughs> no, you need, you need some. some. You need the whole surgery. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, for real, some cases. Because I feel like for me, I needed a whole surgery. It was like, <laughs> And I really, actually, he did. He showed me I did. And actually, I'm right working on something with that. But <laughs> that would be something that come out later on. But he did do a surgery on me. He really Amen. did. And Amen broke me free from it. He got it out. Mm -hmm. He got all of that stuff out. And I truly thank him for getting everything out, mm -hmm. getting all that hurt, all that pain out. Because when I say I'm really free, it's like, I can really, I told her, okay, we had moved to Austin. <laughs> and the area of Austin that we live in, it, a lot of people, I don't know, well, I don't know if different ones know, but it's like an area that is really hilly so it's a hill country area but it's an area um called lakeway that we live near we was like right outside of lakeway mm -hmm. and it's like when i say so hilly they say it kind of reminds you of the uh hollywood hills it's like super hilly and it's big old homes that's all just in the hills and just it's, it's beautiful. beautiful it's really beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and so i used to work out there and like i said our home was like what 10 minutes from where i worked it was like right there mm -hmm. and so i lived i mean I, we lived outside of Lakeway and then I worked in Lakeway. So my mom would every day take me to work and, you know, pick me back mm -hmm. up from work. And so I always, every time I was, we would be leaving out of it and I would see the, the backdrop, I would always say, man, that is just gorgeous. Look at that. Look at that. And I would be looking through the rear view mirror and I would always tell her, 
<laughs> every time God would give me is beauty in your past. It's beauty. And it was like, man, and I would just love seeing it. And as God began to really show me his beauty and I began to really accept and receive his beauty in the things you go through. Even that depression that I went through, it was beauty that God had to show me. It was beauty because it created me to be who I am today, to help the next person. My journey is to help the next, not for me to look on it upon like as in pity, you know, not to pity my past, right. but to actually accept it and love it and say, you know what? I went through this so I can help the next person that needs to come yeah. out. I can help that next person. And you have to look at your situation as, you know what? It's beauty in it. It is. It's not yeah. ugly. It's beautiful. It is. Because when you come yeah. out, you're going to be able to help. You might be able to help 10,000 people instead of just one. Yeah. You don't know how yeah. God is going to use your story. And that's what God was showing me. It's beauty. It's beauty in your past. It's beauty beauty in that stuff that happened when you was a kid. It's beauty in it. And we have to be able to see that beauty. (laughs) And that's what you told me because I remember we were were riding one day and she's like, Ma, look in the back. Look in the mirror. And I was like, and she said, you say, God is really saying there's beauty in the past. I'm like, you know, it really is. Yeah. Whatever you go through. Look at it as it is beautiful, especially when he bring you out. Yeah. You can look back and say, man, look back where God has brought me from. Yeah. He has brought mind, me from a yeah. mighty, mighty long, long way. Your mind is totally different from if you wouldn't have went through those things, your mind probably still would have been fragile. Yeah. You probably still would have had thoughts in your head that just yeah. and would break at the break of anything. Yeah. Would tear up at anything. Whereas when you go through stuff, it builds you and strengthens you and strengthens you and strengthens you. That when huge stuff come your way, you like, uh-uh, I can handle this. Yeah. I can handle it. I can handle it. And that's what I feel like God did. He really, he brought us through and brought us out. And I can honestly, honestly look at my past and say, you know, Lord, I thank you. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't hate people. I don't look at them like, uh, see, they did me wrong. I don't even look at people like that. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm still able to look at the folks that hurt me and say, I still love you and I'm yeah. the best for you. You can smile and talk yeah, to them. Yeah, smile in their faces. Like she said, mm-hmm. talk to them, conversate. That don't mean you got to hang and be all around them. You don't have to do that. But mm-hmm. you can just show love and keep moving. keep moving. And that's what God really showed me. You can show love and keep moving even with the ones that hurt you. Yeah. Amen. So don't look at your depression as a bad thing. Look at it as you're going through, but you're going to come out. Come out. As you get the help victorious. you need, you're going to come out. Yep, like mm-hmm. she said, victorious. Yep. So... <laughs> Yeah, so that's stage three of depression. And really pinpoint, like she said, it could be eating disorders that you have developed and you don't realize. Mm -hmm. It could be, like we said, just losing or you've noticed that you really have lost. You're either losing yourself or you have lost, totally Mm -hmm. just lost yourself. You totally lost what you used to love doing or what you used to be or how you used to react. Those are signs right there. Yeah. Yeah. Those are signs. And if it ain't you, somebody that you know that you see yeah. those signs with, pray yeah. for them. Even if they, they don't want to accept stuff, just pray for them. Because yeah. prayer go a long way. It does. So it just does. pray that even if you see those signs, Lord, bring them out. Help yeah. their mind. Yeah. Pull them out of that depression they're yeah. in. Just begin to pray for the people. Yeah. Because prayer true. go further than what we can what do. What we can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I pray y'all was blessed. <laughs> I do too. I pray really that this will really help someone and help bring them out. 
-hmm. help them get through this, yeah. to see the signs, to see, you know what, this is me. Yeah. God help me. God bless me. God bring me out. And he will. He will. But we love you guys, and we thank God for you. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, keep watching. God got something in store for you. He does. He does. Share. Like. Amen. Comment. Comment. Send us a private message. Prayer. You, you know, request. Yeah. If you need some type of prayer, like you said, if you need some guidance yeah. or something, hey, we're here to be that blessing. We're here to help Amen. in whatever kind of way. We ain't we're asking you. for no finances. Yeah. We just we're asking to help you. Yeah. That's the joy mm. for us. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy your week. Like she said, send this out. Share it with as many people as you can. Um, this to me is good stuff. It's good nuggets that really just it help you. Yeah. Like I said, with mental awareness, it, it does make you aware of the people around you and even yourself that yeah. you could be dealing with mental issues. And like we said, don't be ashamed of it. There's nothing right. to be ashamed of. It's life. It is. Life, we face all kinds of things. So don't be ashamed of what you face in life. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. bye. All right. <laughs> bye bye.